Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. I have been telling you I am so excited to talk with Michael Blitz about, uh, and I'm getting that right. Is it Billets? Did I get that right, Bilt. Michael? Or how, did I did, did I crush that? <laughs> yeah, you, you butchered it a little bit. Yeah. I did. I'm so sorry. Um, listen, I am excited about the new trends for 2020 and beyond. But I want to talk about uh, Accenture for a minute because a lot of times we do these short interviews and we don't talk about who you are and where you come from until the end, and then people don't get it. Um, this is more than just a conversation that we're going to have about trends. This is something you live and breathe and your organization, especially the R&D aspect of it, lives and breathes. Um, it, it, tell me about why that has become a cornerstone aspect of your organization's goals and vision. Yeah. So, so, so Accenture, I guess the, the framing work is started with is Accenture is huge. You know, we are a half a million people across more than 50 different countries in every different industry. And it's our job to help every company in the global 2000 in order to adopt new digital strategies, understand how technology is, is changing, what new opportunities it's going to provide and how they're potentially going to be disrupted. And so for us, looking into the future and understanding what's likely going to happen next, you know, it defines our own strategy, it defines our skills, but it also defines, you know, how we recommend and take companies through the process of adding digital technology basically to every aspect of their business. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, this is now 16 years for me and it's 10 year. We have our 10 year anniversary for the network. And it used to be once upon a time when people said, Pat, you're a diet, you're, you're absolutely a pioneer in digital broadcasting. I didn't even understand what they were saying. All I knew is I needed to, I needed to look at people out there that needed help and connect them with the people that can help them. Isn't that one of the underlying goals of digital people, so to speak? I mean, it, it really is. I mean, because when you talk about digital people, it, it's all about solving problems. Yeah. And I think what we've seen is the we've gotten people mature enough about technology that they've all realized is that big problems can be solved. You know, and it's not just, you know, being able to order a pizza, you know, on your mobile app, you know, but big questions around, you know, uh, sustainability, you know, big questions around, you know, being green, you know, connections about how you can be better connected to your hospital and your doctors is the all of this technology suddenly giving us the ability to solve real problems. And I think what we're seeing now is that people realize that one, 
their own lives are being changed by technology. And mm-hmm. even if it's something as simple as, you know, your 16-year-old kid isn't getting a license because they know they have access to Uber or Lyft, but they know these things are happening. And so they're starting to ask questions that say, I want companies not just to provide me applications that are useful. I want them to provide me the values that align with my own values. And whether that's where you source your food from, you know, or how you're helping people or how a business is doing positive things in their community. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. We just announced our our new platform that we're going to be crowdfunding for and we're going to be building for. And one of our one of our main one of our main themes is we don't need to collect personal information. We're simply going to ask people what they need. And, you know, once upon a time, the idea of asking people and instantaneously giving them a solution was like a Star Trekky thing, like like something in the future that didn't exist. I want to ask you this question, which is super important for people listening, is, you know, let's talk about how fast this is moving and what businesses absolutely need to know. Even if you're not there, what do they need to know? What are you finding in the uh, the Accenture Technology Vision Report? Yeah, well, let's start with the first question, which right. is how fast. Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> when you thought about the last 20 years, yeah. most of the most of what you think about are all the innovations that are coming from tech companies. You know, it's Amazon and Google and Facebook and others that are pushing things out there. What's happening now is that it is just as likely to be Ford or Procter & Gamble, you know, or Caterpillar that is pushing out a new technology innovation. And what it's that realization is, is the, it's not a sub industry of a thousand companies and a bunch of startups that are really pushing the market. It's now becoming every industry and every company is using technology, specifically digital technology, as a catalyst to do new things. And so the acceleration and the pace has gone way up. And the more mature these companies get, the faster it's going to go. I want to just take a quote from the website. And I think it's your quote, but I'm not 100% sure. And I would love for you to expand on this. The quote is this. The way forward can be guided by people's expectations, but there is no one roadmap. Success will rest on companies' ability to elevate the human experience. I'm telling you, we are right there with you on that. But what does that really mean for a company's success? I mean, I think what it means is that the reality of how you build something how you deliver something and the experience of the impact that's having on an individual, a community and a society is the, all of those are of equal importance. Like we, we've gotten, you know, we finally gotten past, I'm going to say, what is it? Oh, was it 40 years ago? The wall street greed is good. You know, piece that says the, we're looking at this holistically and that's the expectation. And I think that the real crux of why it's so exciting to be talking about all of this right now is the, it's no longer just a thing that people are starting to expect or demand, you know, rather it's something that is now a C-level discussion that everybody's trying to do some soul searching to figure out 
who they are and what they're trying to accomplish and how they get b- both ways. Because that's the beauty of tech is I that know. you can get your value and your values at the same time. You know, that's so funny you said that. You, you, I got to use that quote. I got to use this quote. You know, our new tech that we're building is called AI for the soul. And so it's funny that you talked about soul searching because, you know, we are taking in what our listeners are wanting. Isn't that also key when we're talking about businesses and how to fit into this technology vi- vision? You know, some point in time, we've got to look at consumers and and executives and see if there's a disconnect. Because let me ask you this question. One of the things that I did in along the way to a 10-year psychology degree is I study the consequences of broken promises. And I really think that if we don't get this right in technology, people will not feel like what we promised they're getting. What is your view on making this not be a gap between what we're saying, companies saying they can do and what they actually do? Well, I mean, I think that's kind of where it is now is the we're sitting at that interesting point that says, you know, if you look at, you know, the last what three years and the amount of negative press around companies and technology is the that's the tech clash. It's the it's the gap between the promises that are being made, but it's also the gap between even when the products are good. But how it's being done isn't matching what the values of the people are, is the people are getting upset. You know, and we keep thinking, and I think most people blame it on, uh, it's tech. Tech is too fast, or tech is causing too many problems, or people aren't going to adopt it, and there's going to be a backlash to it. And the answer is no. We've seen none of that. Is the average person now spends, was it 6.4 hours a day yeah. online? You know, is the everybody is absorbing tech as fast as they can. The problem is, is that the more that they use it, the more that they understand it, and the more that it's integrated into their life, their expectations are suddenly becoming much higher. Because it used to be, it used to be about a company being able to get the products to the consumer. And so that's all they cared about. How do I scale it? How do I get it to everybody? And now it's a, now that I can get it to everybody, I care about how it gets to me or what its impact is in addition to, you know, it being there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we stay very close to research. And one of the things we found is one of the fastest growing segments that nobody is talking about here, Michael, by the way, is weekend, how should I call them? Listeners, weekend listeners, digital listeners. And who are they? People think, well, wait a minute, it's a millennial group. No, it is the senior population. It is people 65 and older are the fastest growing group on weekend type plugging in listening. And I think that we have a misconception if we think that tech is just for a small group of people. What do you think to that? No, I, I completely agree. I mean, it's easy, you know, to push the numbers onto millennials because, you know, there seems to be more studies and more examples of the different things that they're doing. But the reality is the it's everybody. I mean, yeah. the my, my my parents, you know, are in their eighties at, at this point, you know, but they use everything. 
I mean, like, you I mean, you name it. And whether it's, you know, Amazon Prime or oh, yeah. Netflix or Uber or yeah. anything else. And, you know, the answer is that's just how things get done. And, you know, the thing is, is the once you kind of get over that hump that I think people had that says mm-hmm. I use no technology to yeah. some technology is the then it just becomes a firestorm, you know, of the question is not do they use technology? It's the question which technology are they interested in using? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just, I know we got a couple of minutes left. I want to make sure you give out the website again. But more importantly, give us a couple of ideas on how companies are making, making uh, adaptation changes, Michael, if you could. But the sure. website. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, so you look at somebody like um, Starbucks is the they're looking to not only create value for themselves in creating better coffee beans, but they're looking to create a entirely sustainable supply chain for where those beans are grown and how they're done. Yeah. You know, you look at companies like uh, Kaiser is looking to make sure that they align and are a positive force in not just their products being the actual hospital themselves, but actually for their local community. And so they're currently, you know, working on solving, you know, the and housing homeless people, you know, within Oakland. You know, you take uh, AB InBev, which is uh, essentially Anheuser-Busch, and they're doing an interesting project called uh, Green Mining, where they're identifying places where materials are largely going unrecycled. And so they're basically giving that as, you know, bounties, you know, to allow people who can make money by recycling those things to understand where they are. And they end up with both, you know, a better reputation, a better environmental stance, as well as cheaper materials for their next batches of bottles and cans. Wow. Look, thank you so much for today. Um, Please, again, tell people the website. And I'd love to know your personal message. Love to know what you'd like to leave us with today. Sure. So it's the website is www.accenture.com forward slash technology vision. And there's a ton more of trends and things in addition to this one. And, and I think what I'll leave you with is that the next generation for business, what you're really competing for is trust. Mm. Mm. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, you bet on that one. Thank you so much, Michael. Have a great super day. Thank you all. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com.
Imagine starting your week off with a teaching, a clearing, and an activation direct from the God consciousness. If you would like to feel more in charge of your week ahead, then I personally invite you to join me, Tracy L. Clark, for our monthly Soul Sunday non-denominational service at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, online or in person. All donations for this event go to the TLC Initiative Fund to help those in need. Sign up now at TracyLClark.com and let's connect together in the glory realm. Inspire. Create. Empower. Only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. You know, these segments we do are so powerful. Now, I'm going to say something to all of you, and then I want you to lean into it for a minute. Age-related macular degeneration, AMD. Today, I am so thrilled, Dr. Timothy Murray and Alan Goldberg joining me here today, doctor and patient, because we are talking about something that millions and millions of people, right, get and understand for themselves. But what about you? What is it about AMD that we need to know about? Uh, great to have you both here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. Um, let's start with, if we could, doctor, and then I, I can't wait to get to Alan. But if we could give people sort of the lowdown on what this is, just in case they don't recognize the name but totally understand the symptoms. Correct. So this is age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And in our parents' and grandparents' days, this could have been a blinding disease and literally always was. But there's been huge shifts in the ability to make the correct diagnosis and to treat this disease. So it's important to know that early diagnosis and early recognition play a pivotal role in having good vision at the end. So who does it affect? Patients that are over the age of 50, If you have a family history of macular degeneration, if you're in poor health, or if you're a smoker. But even though we know some of these conditions that link to macular degeneration, many people don't have any idea that they have macular degeneration until it's first diagnosed. So we want to emphasize what to look for and who to see so that you can be taken care of early and well. Wow. Um, Dr. Murray, look, you are a uh, retina specialist. You are a founding director, CEO uh, uh, of an organization that focuses on both the research and solution around this. I mean, your role is pivotal uh, in the conversation of this, but also in the outcome and the solution. And so, you know, I could go on and on about what your work has been like in this arena. I think I want to mention it so people know. But I want to get to Alan because you both are like the Batman and Robin of this, right? And I'm not sure who Batman is for the moment, so I'll have to wait. But Alan, what is this like for you? I mean, you're doing a number of these interviews, but is something powerful in having your voice heard? Well, let me go back uh, about five years when I first found out about it. Uh, I go to my eye doctor on a regular basis, and this one time I went and they dilated my uh, retina, and he found something uh, that was not right and suggested that I get to a retina specialist. So I called Dr. Murray, and uh, I've been seeing him ever since. 
Uh, I go every six weeks. I get injections in my eyes, and I'm running a normal life. I golf. I go to the gym. I play Pilates, and uh, everything is uh, status quo. Hmm. And I, from this perspective, I, I want to just ask you, uh, and Alan, you, and then back to the doctor, um, there are so many things people could know, but it sounds scary, doesn't it? Well, it does sound scary, but it's not. Uh, they're professionals. They do the right job. Yeah. Uh, the injections are, uh, you, you don't feel a thing. They numb your eye, and uh, it's an easy process that you get very used to from the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doctor, I want to ask you, because I think what sounds even more scary for people listening is not having a solution. Right. I mean, it's right. one thing to be, you know, getting the the scenario and the journey. But boy, if this is you and you're thinking there's nothing you can do now, that is devastating, isn't it? And that is devastating. And that's really where we were 10 years ago. So you would get this diagnosis of wet age related macular yeah. degeneration. And it was literally a blinding diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And there were no treatments available to you. We can now look at the retina on a microscopically precise level, and we can put drugs into the eye that specifically target these abnormal vessels. So instead of being blind, Alan is 20-20. It's, it's, it's an incredible journey. So there is truly hope for our patients. And we don't want anybody to think they're going to be blind. We want patients to come in and be able to be treated so that they never will be blind. Mm. Uh, let's let's take a look at the state of affairs. And what I mean by that is we we have 10 years ago, and I'm so glad you brought that up. 10 years ago, this was pretty much a diagnosis that people could do absolutely nothing about. What I want to hear from each of you, um, what should people know from each of your perspectives? And what I mean by that is, you know, what is at risk for folks? And uh, how, has, how does it affect your life, Alan? Well, it, uh, it, it really hasn't affected my life. I'm doing the same things I was doing before. But the key here is to get early treatment and to get your checkups on a regular basis. Don't skip them. Um, and, Doctor, for you, I mean, the question is really about how does the disease before you get the solution, how does that affect a person's life? What should they be looking for for signs and symptoms? So that's a great question. So this disease specifically affects the center part of your vision. And typically, it will affect one eye before the other. So mm. your brain is really smart. So if one eye has blurred central vision, you often won't recognize it. So we tell our patients, cover one eye and check the vision, cover the other eye and check the vision, and you're looking for blurring or distortion. So age-related macular degeneration, the wet macular degeneration, when it's untreated, it steals the central vision. You don't see colors. You can't read. You can't drive. You can't recognize faces. Those are all the things that keep us independent. They're the things that let us really live the life that we want to live. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this is really something that is a showstopper. Um, and one of the things I mean by that, if it's not treated... The outcome 10 years ago was not a very pleasant one, 
But now, you know, we're looking at Alan in the prospects of this, and we are talking about, wait a minute, I am living the life that I've always meant to live. Right, Alan? Isn't that the case? That's it, 100%. Yeah. Get to your doctor early. Right. Um, I want to just ask a couple things here. Uh, how do we find out more about this? So there's really good information. You can go to the web at the website savingvision.org. And on that website, a lot of general information for, for you to, to read, but also a link to find a retina specialist near you. In the United States, there's about 3,500 retina specialists. So there is someone close to you. So the key is get your dilated exam, be seen by a retina specialist if there's retina disease, and don't be fearful of being seen and treated because you can keep your vision, which will maintain the quality of life so that you're, you're living the life you want to live. Yeah. Boy, we have come a long way. Uh, let me ask you this last question. What is the vision for this? No pun intended. But where do you see the future going? So that's a great question. Even in the last six months, we've had the release of a new drug. So Alan sees me and gets injected in both eyes every six weeks. Alan would love to get injected every six months. Yeah. Alan would love to have a treatment where I could use a topical drop or even potentially a pill. So there are, we've had huge advances, but they're continuing to advance incredibly rapidly. And I think the future is better, easier treatments for our patients and the ability to make earlier diagnoses without having to be seen necessarily by the retina specialist early in the condition. But for right now, you need a dilated retina exam. You need to pay attention to vision in each eye. You need to be seen by a retina specialist if you have retinal disease. Wow. Thank you both for joining me here today. One more time, please provide the website for folks. Savingvision.org. And thank you for having both of us. Thank oh, you. yeah. Thank you both. The powerful message. You know, we can change the past by the science and technology and innovation of today so that the future provides people with the lives they truly deserve. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving. Even in the face of adversity, say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? 
Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. what I love. When I think about who is out there inspiring and motivating us to bring back that American dream, that dream that anybody can own a home, who's doing that? How are they doing it? What are they making available for us? Because you don't really hear a lot of banks out there talking about much about this, certainly not sharing really important information. But you know what? That is not the case today. A.J. Barclay, SVP, Neighborhood Lending Executive at Bank of America. Again, Bank of America is back to tell us what we need to know, what we need to do, and what we need to not do. And that's what this boils down to today. As we look at, yep, home ownership expert, that's her, discussing how we make our dreams a reality because it's never not been a dream here. AJ, great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I, I don't know where we got information that owning a home was not a thing anymore. I, I don't know who kind of put that out there, but that is not the case. It's nothing that I have heard from people that are 10 years old, 20 years old, 34. You know, there's some people that say, I don't want to buy a home because of their lifestyle. But it's not like a negative on the dream. Tell us where we are and what you're seeing in the trends. We're actually seeing more and more people wanting to own homes. We're talking about the Gen Zers, mm. the um, and millennials, and people maybe have gone through like, do I want to live near my job? Is it a co-op? Is it a condo? So I don't think it's necessarily been, do I want to own a home? It's been what type of home? I think people are really grappling with right now. And the good news is you can do any of those, right? And um, so I, I think it's just the, the, the making sure people know that they can, they actually can get a home. And uh, we're hearing, you know, 88% of people who actually have bought a home said it's the best decision they've ever made. And then, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> And then, and then there's this, so I love it. I'm, I love being a homeowner. They're telling their family and friends. And then we got this other emerging number of 95% of the people, this is from my Home Buyers Insight report, that are saying, I want to get a home. I'd like to be, get in a home, but I'm a little nervous. Um, and that they, you know, they, they're 
concerned about the barriers of home ownership and saving money. And then they just really don't know, you know, just yeah. lack of support around what do I need to do to prepare. Yeah. Let's talk about the report for a minute, because I want to make sure people know that the reason that you and I are talking here today is because there's information that you all are sharing with people. And I think that's very important. You know, once upon a time, I know you know this, right, AJ? Once upon a time, folks didn't get the information they need to make informed, educated decisions. And again, you all are back giving information. Tell us what the latest uh, is that you have discovered, given that you have an organization that actually does research on things. Yeah, what we found is over 42% of potential homeowners say that they lack support and advice and they don't know where to start. And so we said, well, wow, that is crazy, especially when we have you know, multiple places and people to do that. But what we realized is we needed something that was really more interactive um, to help first-time online, I'm sorry, first-time home buyers online. Mm -hmm. So they have the capability of doing it virtually as well. And so we launched the first-time home buyer online edu series. What's cool about this is a six-episode on-demand series hosted by BuzzFeed's Aunt Hannah Williams, who is phenomenal. And she covers key aspects of home buying and teaches viewers smart strategies, et cetera, so that we can educate and provide resources and tools to help people understand it. And that's not the only way, but that's the one that we found that since we've launched it, it has been extremely successful. Yeah. And one of the things I was really struck by in the, the report that I, uh, I was reading is, because I love, you know, I, you've been on the show. I love, I love yeah. statistics, <laughs> right? Okay. So here's the deal. I love this. Uh, now I don't have to argue this case with my friends. Happy homeowners would never go back to renting. Well, how do we know it? 93% said that, uh, right? Uh, well, first of all, excuse me, 83% said that. But 93% said, yep, I am a slap happier now owning my own home. And that's one of these misconceptions because a lot of people think, wait a minute, I'm on my own home. It's such a drag. That's not what people are saying. They are not. And actually, they're saying, even for the fact that owning homes help to build wealth, right, because you get equity in your home, you can then mm -hmm. use that equity to do things that you need to do. But they're saying my wellness, they're saying I physically am exactly. excited. I get to spend time with my family in the backyard barbecuing. I get to build a legacy. I get to paint my walls red, green, and orange. I think we talked about that before when I was on there. Like, there's all of these things that people are feeling um, that uh, position them, not just the wealth part of home ownership, but how their family life is and, again, how they impact the communities we serve. And so there's, there's multiple uh, impacts uh, to home yeah. ownership. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, you know what it is for me? Do you want to know what it is for me? Absolutely. Uh, a ping pong table. That's my happy <laughs> that's <right>. place. <laughs> that's that's right. And that's the truth. That's absolutely, <laughs> Dr. Pat, what people are saying. They're like, there's things I want to be able to do. And they actually save money, by the way. Because mm -hmm. when you own a home, you're not eating out perhaps as much right. and just all of those things around sitting around the dinner table and yeah. all of the things we, some of us may take for granted, but it's been, you know, it's, it's interesting to hear the stories well, uh, and I, I get to hear them daily. You get to hear them, but you know, you're doing something really different this go around, at least that I'm really impressed by. I want to talk about the first time home buyer online education series or ed series. Um, I looked at that and I said, wow. Isn't that the coolest thing that you could do for people? But tell us about that, because a lot of folks are thinking, what? 
What kind of series? Tell us about that. Well, what's nice about it is one is Hannah Williams, who is well known and very, she keeps it real. So you're having a real good discussion. She's very transparent. You can start and stop it. It's extremely interactive. There's homework. There's activities for you to follow up on and come back. And it's something that you could keep using. So let's say you started in the first episode, you made some progress, you can come back to it. So it's highly interactive. And it it actually would complement you even physically going, if you wanted to physically go talk to a lending specialist or call one on the phone, the Edu series works. And we're anxious to get additional feedback because if we need more elements of it as we continue to learn, maybe there's additional episodes we need to add. But it's it's been very, very, um, uh, it was done really well because it was done in the voice Mm -hmm. of real clients to say, these are my real opportunities. You know, AJ, let me ask you another question. Uh, But before we do that, how about the website? Where can people go to register for that event? Yes, yeah, so you can go to www.bankofamerica.com forward slash homeowner. I love it. Okay, so one of the things that, that I, I love talking about is, look, there are people that I'm a millennial, I'm coming out of the gate, I don't own a home. But I got to tell you, there's another whole group of people. And let me just give you a sense of who they are. These are the people that came out of the gate, used to own a home, but for 10 maybe even 20 years, have not owned a home. In the market we are in today and in the type of home and mortgages today, those people are new home buyers. The reality is they're new home buyers. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So this is a broader population that could get educated. It is. And even though we call it first time home buyer edu series, thank you for making that point. It's because the proponents of the people, you know, think of themselves as first-time homebuyers, yeah. but it doesn't have to just be first-time homebuyers. It could be you had a home 30 years ago and you're trying to go, you know, go back in the market yeah. differently and things may have changed, yeah. or you've been renting for 30 years and now you want to buy. So it, it could be multiple. So whatever, the program is designed to just really um, address urban myths and help you get better informed around the end-to-end process and preparedness. Yeah. And the reason I love to talk with you about this is because there are a lot of people that are out there that are thinking at this point, man, I'm never going to buy a home again. The opportunity is not going to be there. And I think that, you know, we're a network that talks about possibilities and opportunities. And if you don't inquire or get in the game, you can't win. Right. If you're not in the game, you can't win at it. Um, I I know you've got to run, but I want to ask you this couple last questions. I know there's a lot to talk about, but give me your top two things you want people to say, look, if you do nothing else, if you know nothing else, I want to leave you with this. What would those be? The first one is homeownership builds wealth. The second thing is you can become a homeowner, leverage the lending specialists and people that um, this is what they do on a daily basis to help you maneuver through the process. And then one last thing, use tools and resources so you're better prepared and informed. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention is like there are uh, qualified homebuyers can, can also get a, be eligible for a closing cost grant. And I know that's something you all talked about last time I spoke with you, but that's something that I really have been promoting for people. Inquire about it. Check that out. Look at the interest rates. Do the math. And in a lot of cases, what we're discovering is when you do the math on what your payment is, it is lower than the rent, especially, I don't know, you know, where we live here, we have some of the highest renting rates on the planet. 
And so when you do the math on this, mm, yep, you're going to step into your own ping pong table, AJ. What do you think? I think you will. Absolutely. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I'm a Jersey girl. So barbecue, 24-7. Mm, AJ, <laughs> last question, personal message. What do you want to leave us with? Um, I, I think that this is the time for people to build legacies for themselves and for their families. Mm. And you do that. Through, one of the ways you do that is through home ownership. Do not let it pass you by. Don't be afraid. Speak with, t with the trusted resources. Forget urban myths and start your path to home ownership. Everyone can have a home. Everyone. Yeah. And you know what? We're bringing community back to AJ. Last question. Website. Leave us with that. Absolutely. www.bankofamerica.com forward slash homeowner. Uh, AJ Barkley, Neighborhood Lending Executive for Bank of America. Yep. What does AJ do? Coolest job on the planet. Looking at opportunities to drive successful home ownership, right? Are you ready? For low to moderate income borrowers. Yep. You know, that's you. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Your inspiration all day on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hello, friends. I am Terry J. Walker with the I Am Power Hour, and here is your soul-stretching success tip of the day. Two very important and life-changing words. I am. I have an alphabet game I wanted to share with you today. Start with the letter A and come up with as many positive words as you can think of and place those affirmative I am words before them. For example, I am abundant. Move to the letter B and do the same thing. I am beautiful and so on. This requires you to actually focus on coming up with positive words and learn to state your affirmations with conviction, validation, and focus. Begin to say them numerous times a day. Learn to say them with feeling and belief, and you will begin to see your confidence, your focus, and your self-worth evolve. Hope you have a beautiful, successful day, and I'll see you next time. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. Okay, this is a topic that we don't talk about enough, but I will tell you that as somebody that battled with this particular scenario for most of my young adult life, I get it. And here's why Diana Morrison, Senior Manager of Service Development and Innovation at Massage Envy is joining us here today. A survey reveals that over half of Americans have skipped work or left an event early 
due to a bad skin day. How do I know that? And yes, that is a real study. I've done it. Um, you know, Diana, thank you for joining me here today. Um, this is not a, in a hallucination. This is a real thing. And not only that, it, it we think of this as, well, like I'm young, and this is a scenario, of course. But I went through this twice in my life, one at an early age and one later on when my body started to change. Give us the update on this. I don't think I'm alone. This is so significant, and thank you so much for having me so that we can talk about such an important issue. Uh, 50 million Americans suffer from acne on an annual basis, and it can be those who are in their youth as well as into adulthood. Yeah. And we did a survey, a Massage Envy commissioned a survey of 2,000 Americans where we found that 81% of respondents who experience skin problems in their youth admitted that it still plagues their confidence today. And as you said, a bad skin day can have real life consequences. So at Massage Envy, we're here to provide solutions to help people get back their confidence. Yeah, when I was in my graduate program, one of the things I looked at was self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-worth. And one of the things in particular that folks talked about in their survey results to us was there were incidences like this, and so many of them pointed to the trauma around this um, uh, from from being a young person but experiencing some levels of very harsh, you know what we would call it today? We'd call it bullying today, right? But this is a real yeah. thing. This is something that happens and we need to make sure that we are aware of it. But boy, for you to do a study, how cool is that? Absolutely. And our survey found that the majority of people experiencing acne have low self-esteem yeah. and would take extreme measures to get clear skin. They feel embarrassed, frustrated, stressed. So these emotions have a, take a real toll on how somebody can live their life and present themselves to the world. But, you know, we have gone, so without mentioning how my age, we have we have made light year progress in this arena. And I think that's part of the conversation, Diana, that you're bringing to the forefront. You know, the things that I had to do and many people like me had to do several times in their lives, there are other solutions. And, and, and that is really, I think, the big news to talk with you about today, because we do want to tackle this. That's fantastic. And yes, absolutely. At Massage Envy, we have launched a new acne facial series powered by Proactive that provides the guidance that people need to, on their journey for clear skin. It partners customers with a professional and licensed esthetician who can recommend products and services that will help to achieve their goals and customize it just for that individual. Um, you know, one of the things people don't know, and I'm not sure if this is the time to talk about it, but one of the people, one of the things I know people don't know, and we certainly know in the Pacific Northwest, is the broad scope that Massage Envy has in their uh, in their care for people. They don't quite know what you all have done to provide holistic solutions and possibilities for people. And I see this as one of those holistic possibilities for people that go beyond what people may see you all at Massage Embry do. 
Absolutely. At Massage Gym, we were really focused on helping to guide you through your well-being journey. And while, of course, we offer massage services, we are also the number one provider of skincare services in the country. We have over 1,100 locations across the country with licensed and professional estheticians, skincare professionals who are there and available for consultation and then, of course, to offer professional services to really help people achieve what they're looking for and their skincare needs. I went to the website. Let, let's just, before we kind of run out of time, because we always do, right? These are so <laughs> short. I want to make sure you give people the website because I went to the website and I was looking not only at your process, because you have it here, and mm-hmm. your partnership with Proactive. I, I was looking at the results and I think people should see this. Thank you. Absolutely. So please join us at MassageNV.com. You can find more information about the Acne Facial Series powered by Proactive, which is that six-week esthetician-guided program where we're finding that 97% of the users who went through our initial tests of this service offering saw a reduction in their blemishes. At MassageNV.com, you can also take our skin care quiz, which helps you understand where your skin conditions fall on the spectrum and help to navigate of the different skincare services we offer, maybe what's right for you. You can also find one of our 1,100 locations across the country that's closest to you so that you can come in and meet with a licensed and professional esthetician for that consultation and to understand what skincare service and what products are going to be the right for you. Yeah, one of the things I loved about what I read about this, and uh, and I'm sure that you've heard this a million times, is that you literally uh, start by getting to know the client, the customer. You start by assuming that this is not a one-size-fits-all for people. And boy, that is so different in the world that we're talking about, which is skincare. It, I mean, you know what I'm saying? This is like a personalized assessment and then solution. I, can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. And to go back to the survey that we commissioned, 64% of people said they felt lost and had no idea what they were doing in terms of skincare. They said they've wasted money on skincare products that bombed or just didn't work at all. Some were really concerned that the products that they were using were actually hurting their skin. Mm. So all of this tells us that professional guidance truly is the remedy that's needed. And at Massage Envy, estheticians address concerns in real time and recommend products and services that are right just for you. All of our facial services are customized. So it's about what's right for your skin, what your skin needs. And something with the acne facial series that's so significant is this is a six facial program where you can come in once a week or once every other week. And every time that you come in for your facial service, we're able to adjust that service based on how your skin's doing, what it needs, and how it's progressing through this series of treatments. We're also there to coach you so that you don't feel lost. You know you're not alone in dealing and battling with acne and help you get the best results possible from the products that you're using at home so that there isn't wasted effort, but instead you feel empowered and you feel really confident that you know what you're doing. It is effective and you see those results. Okay. Can I do true confessions a little bit, Diana, if if I could? Yes. 
So we're getting ready. Please. For, yeah. Okay. This is almost embarrassing, but I got to do it. Uh, we were getting ready for this interview because I actually prepare for these, you know. Uh, I mean, I love what I do. 16 years. So in the process, Linda's staying with me and she's my producer. And so she decides we're going to organize your bathroom shelves, right? So... Once upon a time when I first saw my naturopath, she had me bring in every supplement that I had in my house. When I looked at all of the skin care products I had, it is embarrassing to even admit to that. But here's the truth about it. I don't use them. They don't work. They haven't worked. And that's what I love about you coming out here and doing this series to educate people, because this is a life-changing situation to have when you suffer from acne. This really is. And I think that this is part of a solution that we're not talking about enough and save people pain and money. Definitely. And Dr. Pat, you're not alone. So many people try so many products. And it's really something that we've learned that, you know, people have so many products, they don't really know what they're doing. And again, it could be a waste of money. It takes so long to try and find a routine that works. So at Massage Envy, what we do and what's a really key feature in the acne facial series is the first time that you meet with an esthetician, we're going to do a really thorough uh, consultation and evaluation of what have you tried already? What products are you using at home? Maybe what other services have you tried? And really get spend some time to get to know you and understand how maybe a product affected your skin. Did it make you feel dry? Did you see any results? What is the combination that you're using? And streamline that. It's about making sure that it's effective and simple and accessible. It doesn't have to be complicated. You don't need to have a medicine cabinet full of products to really really see results. Oh, I've got, I got to tell you, you know, when you're in this scenario and situation, those of us that have battled this, we will try anything. And I think that's what your survey said, that people are willing to go to any lengths. Let me ask you this question, because I think this is important for people to know. Um, any treatment I've ever had, nobody could ever tell me how long it would take to see results, what I could expect, and what the process is. But you all do that. What are you finding that people are saying about the results that they get, how long it's taking them? The Acne Facial Series was developed really intentionally with intentionally with this six facial series program and a recommendation of once per week or once every other week. Through our initial testing, we found that through a six facial program of once per week, 97% of users saw a reduction in blemishes. And something that I'm really excited to share and a person that I'm super pleased to have met and worked with is women's soccer world champion, Abby Dalcamper. Abby deals with acne and adult cystic hormonal acne is how she shares it. And it affects her personal confidence both on and off the field. Abby went through our six-week acne facial series program. And now she says that with that coaching from her massage envy esthetician, her skin has never looked better. So six facials can really be that jumpstart to treating your acne and getting it under control. Wow. One more time, I want to thank you for joining me here today. I could probably go on forever, but um, I, I would love for you to please give out the website again. And last question, um, 
what's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with? And for sure, thank everybody at Massage Envy and Proactive for taking this out. It's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much. Please join us at MassageEnvy.com. And I really want people to know that your skin might be on the exterior, but it doesn't define who you are. Know that you're worthy. Know that you're not alone. And know that if we can help you feel more confident through how you present yourself to the world, Massage Envy estheticians are here to help you. And we want to see that for you as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody, let's take a short break. Please go to the website. There's lots more there. 